When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Solon. I'm joined by my co-host, Cody Schultz. We've got a special guest, uh, Natalie Zamora, joining that, uh, today's episode to talk about the biggest Netflix, Netflix release since Squid Game, um, and that's You Season 3. The new season premiered on Netflix on October 15th, and uh, we just have to dive in and talk about it. So I guess, Cody, Natalie, first reactions uh, to You Season 3. What did you like? What did you not like? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was exactly what I was expecting. The show is all over the place, wild, and I feel like I was kind of expecting it to be crazier. I feel like it was a little bit more linear, which was interesting, but overall, I enjoyed it. It was, you know, exactly what I wanted out of the show, and it was fun. It was enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I just, did you say it wasn't crazy enough? Because I feel like this season was very crazy. I was like, the each episode, it felt like, ended with like a cliffhanger. It was like, I get to the point where I'm like, okay, just one, this will be the last episode. Then it ended and I'm like, okay, well, I need to know what happens next. And it just became like this domino effect of like just turning into like each episode one after another, binging this so quickly because it was just another, I feel like wild season. Like, I feel like this is its craziest season yet. I agree. I, I think... Trying to think of something I didn't like. Um, I'd have to probably rewatch it to find something I didn't like. Cause I, I too felt like Cody with like, it just kept ramping up each episode. And with shows like that, I feel like I just get so sucked in that I just like do not care about anything else. I just want to like find out what's going to happen and like just let it, uh, let it roll. So that's what I liked about this season. The first four episodes, I think I watched them in one night and that was good. Cause it was like that, that was like the first arc of the season. And then it like, got like okay for a second and then it got really really wild <laughs> yeah and i feel like i should say like we're getting into the the deep deep spoilers with all of this but uh, i feel like were you guys shocked i think the thing that i i guess i don't know if i would say like didn't like but i didn't expect natalie the character natalie <laughs> to get killed so early in the season like i kind of anticipated that would be like a longer plot point and then it all came to a head by the end of the episode and, like she was dead by episode one I just didn't anticipate that happening yeah I agree and that's why I feel like the first episode set it up as if this is going to be you know absolutely insane so I feel like that kind of like I don't know it got my hopes up too much but yeah that definitely made a statement I mean the first <laughs> episode so much happened and I yeah I, I was not expecting that at all I thought the whole you know romance between Joe and Natalie would have been a longer arc but you know they had to save room for more things I guess 
it's super weird so like months and months ago i saw like a it was like a half spoiler on twitter it was like um i think it was before they revealed the cast actually but it basically someone had tweeted something like yeah natalie doesn't really play like that big of a role in the season and i was like what are they talking about like they ended the season on like that whole storyline and then truly like within the first she was in one episode and that was it and also, I think this is the first time on the podcast, I just have to mention, that we've had someone on the podcast that has the same name as a character in the <laughs> show, so that might get confusing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know. what. Let's see. So the first episode was very wild, and looking back, I honestly, she could have died halfway through the season. Like, that's how much was packed in there. Um, and then at the end of episode two is, I think, when Gil gets hit in the head with the rolling pin. Um, so it started out really, really like, oh, how many people are they going to kill? And then it ended up with like, what was the total body count? Like five, four? Does anyone know? No, I don't. But yeah, it seemed like there were going to be a lot more. Agreed. Yeah, I think this season was good with its fake outs. Like there were many moments mm-hmm. where like I'm taking notes and it's like, oh, this character just died. And then it's like, <laughs> surprise, they actually didn't. And so it was like, there were a lot of fake outs, which... I think it added a little bit element of fun. It's like, I just assume whenever somebody gets bashed over the head with something, shoved down some stairs, like that's the end for them. And they kept us on our toes with like surprising, which I think is going to be interesting to see like how these characters, will we see them again? Um, There felt like there was definitely more to unpack even when the season ended, which I guess is a good point to just like jump into the season ender and how crazy it was with the whole Joe and love story. Yeah, I feel like throughout, I mean, no matter who Joe is dating, he's always two steps ahead of them. So there was absolutely no way that love would have had the upper hand. Like I was not buying that for a second. Also, I think she has a little bit more humanity than him. Like, I mean, the thing we found out about her ex-husband or her late husband was absolutely crazy. But I don't know. I was suspecting Joe to come out on top, which of course he did. And it's unfortunate for love. But of course, Joe, like he can do whatever. I told you guys, like, I felt like the season was the same thing as Dexter, like very, so many plot points are exactly the same. And that's exactly what Dexter did. Like he got out of everything. I don't know how, but definitely the same exact thing here. Yeah, that's, I also thought that. I thought there's absolutely no way that Joe was going to be the one that ends up dead in this scenario. It's really interesting. And I guess, like you said, he, him being two steps ahead the whole time, like it was all of his doing was like, just like making her crazier and crazier throughout the whole season. Just like all of his little, like, they weren't like games. It was just like actually gaslighting. That was like just making her slowly go insane. And that was like, I don't know. It's, I feel bad that it ended that way for love, but also for the sake of the show keeping going. I mean, the, the toes, Joe's toes, am I right? <laughs> Yeah, and I guess we should like explain for anyone who hasn't watched and has listened to the episode first. Of course, it, the the big cliff, like the culmination of the season, is we think Love's gonna get the upper hand on Joe and kill him, but he pulls a one eighty and like took a dose of adrenaline to like counteract this poison <laughs> she used, and then like shoots her in the the leg with like a syringe filled of uh, what was it, Wolfsbane, and then yeah, of course Akinite. kills her. And then uh, kind of frames all of the events of season three on her so that he can make his speedy getaway to Paris of all places, which I felt like was interesting. Yes, Paris. But you, so if I'm reading this right, and I think that I am, so he cuts off his toes and 
leaves them there so they'll think that he got chopped up and his body is somewhere right so everyone thinks that he's dead so he's like he's out of this like as good as ever right yeah i think he'll get away with it 100 <laughs> percent. but i feel like he might be back to madre linda we'll see yeah there's some stuff there he's got history there at least you know um i guess uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second but uh so do, did you think out of the three seasons you season three best season so far is that fair? I'm not sure, honestly. I can't pick. Season one, I'll be upfront and say I don't like it at all. You can tell it was lifetime, like just not good. <laughs> season two, I thought they took a lot more risks and I actually kind of enjoyed it. And this one, I it, I enjoyed it. It was fun, but I don't know if I like season two or season three better. Mm. Yeah, this season was definitely a wild season. Um, I think I have to give season two narrows out a little bit just because I never saw the love twist coming in season two. Like, I remember when that happened, I was shocked. Maybe I just was, like, not reading the signs through the episode. But, like, when that reveal happened, I was like, did not see this coming. And so I think that, like, shocked value. Where I felt like there were certain things I kind of anticipated for certain characters just having seen how things played out in season one and two. But this season definitely was, I feel like, its most insane season just with like some of the the twists and how the pacing was i think yeah that's interesting i feel like i don't know what makes the season so different too is like the completely different cast other than um you know penn badgley and then the season uh victoria pedretti so like it's hard for me to even like compare because they just feel like different shows (laughs) um but season two was really really good i don't know i feel like that that cast was super strong um, but I mean, season three was strong too. I think that, uh, Dylan Arnold who plays Theo, I feel like everyone's really going to fall in love with him. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He was definitely, I told you guys, one of my favorites. And in the beginning I thought he was kind of annoying and then I just saw myself rooting for him. So anyone that gets in love, involved with Joe in love, I'm, I'm scared for, and I want to keep close to my heart. I know there was a point at like I have multiple points where I thought like every single character that had like crossed paths with them this season was just going to end up dead somehow. And it was like, I guess they've like, they set the bar so high, like you mentioned with those first two episodes. So like, that was like what was I thought was going to happen. So then when it didn't happen, I was like, Oh, okay. At least this show has like a heart. <laughs> yeah. I think Theo was probably the character. I was like happiest made it out alive. Um, I, this sounds awful, but like I wouldn't have lost sleep if like something had happened to Sherry and Carrie. I feel like them two <laughs> characters were like they yeah. were in their own world and like so out there and just kind of like off in their own ways. Not that like they deserve to die, but like Theo, I don't know. Like I, I like that character more. So like when they tease, like we thought he had died, I'm like, dang it! I knew it was coming, but it still hurts. And then of course they pulled the the 180 there, and you know he was he made it out of the season, which I think is going to be interesting to see like what does this mean for future seasons? Because we did see, like you mentioned, like season two, we only saw a couple of characters kind of come over. Um, Of course, we got like a random appearance from 40 and like a dream sequence. I know Love's Mom was back this season. But for the most part, like each season has felt kind of like an anthology series almost with like a new cast, new story. Um, And then it just kind of continues the thread from the previous seasons. And so I think fans are going to fall in love with Theo. And so it'll be interesting to see like, Will they bring him back for season four or, you know, future seasons or what might the future hold for him? Or is, is it just like enough that we know he like safely survived Joe and love? Hope that's enough. Poor guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do know. So Netflix announced that you was renewed for season four. 
Um, they announced that like two days before the season came out, which is odd. That doesn't really happen that often. So that's good. Are you guys excited for season four? Yeah, I'm interested to see where they're going to take it because, you know, like we said, kind of at the end of every season, we know there's going to be a big life change for Joe, whether it's a new identity or just a different location. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. You mean you mean Nick? Yeah, Nick. <laughs> what was his old fake name? I used to always call him that. Now I forget it. Um. Fake They're man. all very, very simple names, though, right? Yeah. Like, not memorable. No, yeah. no offense to any Nick, Joe's, <laughs> Penn. I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know what it was. I actually like the show, and I have no idea. But uh, so I guess, uh, so with it renewed for season four, Cody, what do you think earliest, earliest we could see season four on Netflix? Because we waited about two years for this season. Yeah, I'm honestly optimistic this time around because we got the renewal early. So since it dropped before the season even dropped, like I feel like that means they could already be working on season four. So hopefully, maybe we could see season four sometime in fall of 2021. I mean, 2022, um, instead of having to wait two years between seasons. I think that's what fans would like is not have to have you know these <laughs> long gaps where almost like you forget some of the stuff that happens because so much does go down. And so I think it'll be really interesting to see like the timing because. Of course, we saw the kind of jump to Paris. So it's like, are they going to film on location? Will they use like another city and say it's Paris? Because, of course, that's a, a tool so many TV shows use. Um, but the fact that we got the renewal before the season dropped, I feel like is a very good sign that we could get it earlier than we got season two. Or, I mean, season three compared to season two. That sounds good to me. Um, I hope that happens. You know, usually we have to wait the year. That was the old old system but there's a lot of things at play with the pandemic and the possible strike happening and everything so uh but i guess so we know it's coming back what any any particular things you guys want to see in season four mm. i feel like love will be back maybe and definitely in flashbacks but maybe she'll be kind of you know talking to him in a vision or something like that but I want her to be back for real. Like, can she come back to life somehow? That would be that would be fun. I feel like they could swing it. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, like you said, I mean, we've seen him be haunted by Candace. So, like, they, there's definitely, like, uh, a, you know, possibility of her returning just, like, haunt him and kind of all that. I think for me, it's going to be interesting to see, like, if any other characters from season three do return. I feel like there's still more with Matthew. Um, just him being like the tech person. I feel like we, we kind of know he's uncovering things. And so like, could he be the one that finally brings Joe down? Um, that'll be interesting. We also had Marianne who of course played such a huge role in, in the season. And it was kind of one of those weird things of it ended with Joe, you know, fakes his death, but then it's still kind of like, I'll find you Marianne. So it's kind of like, what is his plan for this? Like you faked your death, but you're still going to try to go after this girl. And so I'll be curious to see like if they revisit some of those stories, but I think, like, the the joke, too, is just, like, will we see an Emily in Paris, like, nod since there, yes, there's that's that what, connection. That's what I was going to say. You stole it, Cody. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Emily, yeah, I would like to see go, Joe go after Emily in Paris. So Emily in Paris season three is actually you season four. Um, <laughs> no, I think, I don't know. I hope that they leave uh, uh, Marianne alone. I hope that Joe's like, I waited for her in Paris and she just didn't show up. So I'm going to go <laughs> somewhere else. Like, that's what I'm hoping. I feel like that they can't film on location in Paris. I feel like that that would be such like a massive undertaking for like moving this whole show. But I mean, 
when they've like you know settled in southern california for like the last two seasons and then i don't know did i wonder if it's the, is it the same like company and stuff that's making it um after the first season was lifetime i don't know i have to check on that yeah. but yeah i don't know do you think um that this could the, do you think the show is going to survive so say love doesn't ever come back and she goes on and becomes a very famous movie star or something victoria Pachetti, not love she's <laughs> dead um but can the show do you see it surviving without her because i feel like that they had such good chemistry in like that like whole i don't know are they going to stay together are they going to murder each other like that tension will be gone and then it's like where does the show go from here yeah i feel like it's I mean, it's definitely going to take a hit. Like, it'll be weird not having love back in season four if, you know, even if they do bring her back in flashbacks, like, just not her being part of, like, the present-day storyline in that way. Um, I think the show, I don't think it'll be, like, the demise of the show necessarily because I feel like it's always very much been, like, Joe's story. And so it'll continue to be that with season four and however many seasons they've got planned beyond that. But it's definitely going to be, like, weird not having, you know, love back and having a key role. Because, like you said, like, that dynamic of, like, Will they, you know, when is one going to betray the other? And, like, just that kind of thing. I feel like they could have played that out longer than they did. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that they rushed it and ended in season three um, feels like almost like a missed opportunity to kind of continue going that. Especially because we also have, we haven't talked about Henry. Like, they had this kid and they left him, you know, with these neighbors. Joe kind of left it behind in Paris and all that. And so it was just like this, I felt like a lot of storylines they could have explored further. Um but maybe it was something to do with like her availability and contract. Cause I know a lot of actors do prefer to do like limited runs with different shows. I've got an idea. What if love didn't actually die in season four is her just like tracking down Joe trying to kill him. Would you watch that? Yes. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> I doubt yeah. it will happen, but that's what I want. Yeah. If anyone, I've got more upstairs here. If anyone wants these <laughs> ideas. <laughs> I mean, if Michael Myers can survive, like, a thousand deaths, surely Love can pull off some kind of, like, plot twist, right? Halloween Kills, now on Peacock, right? <laughs> is it on Peacock? Is that it? Yeah. There it is. There's the Halloween Kills plug. That's what the movie's called, right? Yeah. Okay. I just had, like, total, like, oh, do I sound like an idiot if I got this wrong? Um, any, I guess we're almost out of time. So any last thoughts on you uh, season three slash season four? slash Joe slash love. (laughs) I definitely do think the show can survive without him. Like as it's been proved every season, people love him so much, which I mean, I don't agree with. I actually don't like him as a character at all. I kind of hate him. He's the worst, (laughs) but people, you know, romanticize him and just being the anti-hero that he is. I feel like he's a really strong character and I want to see more of love, but I think they can, they can pull something crazy again and everyone will be rooting for Joe again. So that's, that's my thoughts on, on the matter. Yeah. I think the key thing I'll be like looking for is like, will they do, if they do stick with the Paris setting, will Joe just like be unapologetically like American, like not even bother? Or is he going to be like taking up like a French accent? Like, are we going to get Joe um, with that? Cause I feel like that's something that always just drives me a little insane is when actors try to do like fake accents Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be curious like how that plays out but I think it's just going to be interesting too to see like where the story goes next because is there a fourth book in the series already or I think there's only th- I think the third one just came out and I think they've kind of gone off book or have like expanded the second book 
I'm not positive, but I read the synopsis for book three and it did not sound like you season three. It was like in a small town. So I wonder if Joe, if he's done with the big city life and is going to move to some small town. He'll probably have to kidnap someone, though, and steal their identity, though. That's a given for you season four. I forgot to mention that. I think so. Some poor Nick out there. Um, yeah and you can bet there'll be some kind of bookstore like and a new cage i'm just like waiting like where will we build the new cage yeah is it the same cage while we have literally one second left is it the same cage from this first season because if not where and how is he getting all of these cages i hope it is just imagining him like transporting it <laughs> yeah like i have a delivery what is it it's a cage okay All right, so um, we're out of time. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you all next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.